All right. Hey, folks, uh, this is Jamie Oikel with runningrestaurants.com. Got a quick update for you today around restaurants and leasing as it relates to the, uh, the COVID crisis that we're in right now. So I brought in uh, Dale Williton, who is the lease coach expert, worked with Dale for years and years and years, love his content. He is uh, the go-to guy for this. So I'm going to bring Dale on. Dale, what are you seeing out there from your clients that are calling you um, that some are closing, some are operations, they're asking questions about their lease. What's going on? Well, this is an incredible time, Jamie, and, and a scary time. It was only two weeks ago that I was speaking at the New York restaurant show at Javits, and, and now they're talking about making Javits into a, into a hospital uh, for the sick. So it is alarming. It is scary. And if you're a restaurant owner, you may be poised to get a little bit of government assistance, but most of the government assistance is going to be for your restaurant employees. Yeah, it's just a fact of life. So they may get some help, but you may be left out there on your own. When it comes to talking to your landlord about a rent reduction or some form of rent assistance, it's really important to understand that sophisticated landlords, those are landlords with four to 40 or 100 properties, some of the bigger landlords, sophisticated landlords have hundreds if not thousands of tenants. So a lot of their tenants are going to be phoning them, asking for some kind of rent break, and, and they will have a plan, Jamie. The problem is they will give as little as they have to, and, and, and the amount they give to help each restaurant tenant is going to vary depending on how well you negotiate and how, you, how well you handle yourself. So, Jamie, one of the mistakes I'm seeing is that restaurant tenants are calling up landlords or emailing landlords and saying, I, um, I need some help. Will you help me? And you don't want to lead with that. Really, anticipate that your landlord has a plan, that your landlord has been thinking about this, that other tenants have been calling your landlord. And so when you call up your landlord, you want to say, do you have a rent assistance plan in mind? Because if the landlord says, yeah, we're, we're going to give all of our tenants 30% off the rent, you, you may end up coming back to them and saying, well, you know, I'm going to need 70% off the rent because only my drive-through is open, only my takeout is open. It's different across the country. Some, some states, you can still go in and dine. Uh, others, you cannot. So it varies from state to state at this particular point at the end of March. When, when, if a landlord is already preparing to give a tenant a 30% rent break, let's say, and you want a 70% rent break, then you can negotiate for the other 40%. So they've already given you 30. So you're not asking for 70%. You're only asking for the 40% more you want, right, to get to the 70% reduction. And, and keep that in mind because if you simply take whatever they give you, you will probably leave a lot on the table. Okay, it's sort of like negotiating with an airline. If they mess up your ticket, they offer you $125. But if you keep negotiating with them, you can maybe get $300, $400, $500 off them just because you stayed in the ring. So when it comes to dealing with your landlord, make sure you're talking to the right person. Make sure, typically it's going to be the property manager and, and you need to know you're dialoguing with the right person. A lot of the restaurants are being told, um, we're working on it. The landlord is saying, yes, we'll get to you. Uh, be patient with us. But of course, the rent is coming up at the end of the month. And you're looking at, should I pay my rent or should I not pay my rent? It's also important to understand, and this is, this is really, really a big point, Jamie. Landlords use specific industry jargon. So if a landlord says, we're going to give you 50% rent relief or 100% rent relief, all they're really doing is deferring that money 
-hmm. to a future point in time. You still owe it. And so you say, well, that's great. I'll take my rent relief. Four months later, you, 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 you realize uh, I really didn't get anything at all. Okay. Rent abatement is the ideal scenario. Rent abatement is forgiven rent. And sometimes we'll negotiate for, a, for uh, both. So give us a 50% rent reduction and 50% rent relief or rent reprieve, and we'll catch up at the end of our term. There's kind of a um, um, mistake going on around there where right now where, where restaurant tenants are saying to landlords, well, look, give me a five-month rent break and just add five months to my term, to my lease term. Right? I got three years left on my term, add those five months of rent break there. Well, that doesn't work for most landlords because they're still foregoing the rent you would have paid. And landlords, when they lease space, they anticipate the space staying occupied forever. So you're not really helping yourself by saying, just add, add those free months to my term. It, it doesn't really work that well. When it comes time to document this, it's really important that you have your document reviewed because if you don't get this in writing and it's not formalized, you could find yourself in a bit of a pickle later on because they were talking about rent relief and you thought you were getting rent abatement and suddenly your personal guarantee is going to kick in because you haven't paid your rent and you didn't understand it. So documenting whatever rent reduction you get is really important. Um, I was working with one of my restaurant clients and he had, he had three restaurants. On average, he was paying about $20,000 a month for, one of, for, for, for rent at his restaurant. And he said, Dale, here's my strategy. He said, I want to get out of my lease. Here's my strategy. I'm going to do this. I'm going to call the landlord, do this. And I said, well, you could do that, but it won't work. That's the wrong strategy. I backed him up. I started, I walked him all the way through with Jamie. I just coached him. I didn't even call the landlord. I just coached him. This is what you're going to say. This is how you're going to come back. This is what he's going to say. And that tenant within three weeks was able to sign an agreement with the landlord that I prepared, letting him terminate his lease with no penalty because he said the right things at the right time. If you go in saying to your landlord, I'm gonna be broke in three weeks, I'm not even gonna be able to reopen my doors. Well, the landlord isn't going to try to help you. The landlord is going to try to help the tenants who they think will survive, right? If you're telling the landlord, look, uh, I'm gonna be out of business, you know, give me a rent break, but I, I'm not gonna be able to reopen when this is all over, why, why will they help you? You're just taking up space. Keep in mind, the landlord does not want your restaurant space back during the pandemic. You don't have to be thinking to yourself, well, the landlord's going to take my space back and give it to someone else. Nobody else wants it. Nobody wants your space right now. So don't, don't get hung up on that. I was, uh, I know, Jamie, you're in Florida, and, and a restaurant tenant in Florida told me, uh, called up, and he said, I signed my lease a year ago. It was a pre-lease, and, and um, uh, the landlord was, was constructing the building. And this restaurant tenant, Jamie, is supposed to take possession of the building, possession of his space next week, mm. right? And then he's supposed to spend the next three or four or five months building out his restaurant. He doesn't want possession. He doesn't want to take the space now because, as you said, restaurants in Florida are, for the most part, just doing takeout, right? That's right. So, so different restaurant owners are in different situations, and you're thinking about your employees. If you're a a uh, franchise restaurant, a franchisee operating uh, a QSR or a restaurant, the landlord, especially a sophisticated landlord, Jamie, is going to say something like this to you. The, the landlord is going to say, we will help you by giving you a rent break or rent assistance. We will help you if your franchisor waives your royalties. 
Hmm. And if your bank waives your loan payments, in other words, the landlord's saying, unless you get this trifecta of help going, the landlord's not going to be the only one that helps you. And tenants don't realize or don't see this coming. Uh, so often tenants don't have their profit and loss statements in, in a row. They don't know their financials. You know, you, a lot can change in one month. Uh, one of my uh, restaurant clients in California said that on, on March the 16th was the date that they were forced to close by the, by the government. Okay. Well, they had half a month of revenue, although it wasn't a strong half month, but they had a half a month. So if they went to the landlord and said, we can only pay half of April's rent, that might fly. Um, but then on May, maybe they can't pay any rent because they've been totally closed. You know, they had to give $5,000 worth of food to a local food bank because they couldn't open their restaurant. And they, they weren't the type of restaurant that really traditionally did much takeaway or, or right. catering or delivery. So they were just kind of in that pickle. But you need to be able to say to the landlord, look, I was doing 30000 or 50000 or $60,000 a month. And, and now I'm, I'm down to 5,000 a month just because that, that's all the people that will come through my drive-through. Um, they're gonna wanna know your financial situation. It will get worse before it gets better, Jamie. Uh, there will be some restaurants that just go under and never reopen. So if you're within 18 months of your lease expiring, Okay, like at the lease coach, we do a lot of lease renewal negotiations for restaurant tenants. We specialize in negotiating lease renewal rent reductions. So if you're within 18 months of your lease expiring, this should be a combined negotiation with your landlord for some form of rent assistance and a renewal. Okay, what's your renewal term going to look like? Because you're not gonna be able to pay the same rent later on that you're you're paying now that's just just that simple well yeah i i i, I took a bunch of uh a bunch of notes there uh let, let me just uh highlight what i heard and then you can re reiterate and or kind of wrap up with a with, a, with with some thoughts so um out of the gate i i've i've heard a lot of uh chatter from 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 uh, restaurants echoing kind of what you said they're just going to say hey i'm not i'm just not going to pay my rent okay I, I that's the that's the first gut reaction right mm -hmm. they're gonna just say i'm not gonna pay my rent and see what happens what are they gonna do kick me out and so what i'm hearing from you is listen that's not a great approach to take um Correct. necessarily um so uh a lot of a lot of uh, landlords will have will have a plan in place they will be having a um uh, program for mm -hmm. folks that are in the situation. So it's not like they're on, they're not going to be like caught out. They're of the not going to be surprised. This, this, this not be surprised. Right. So make sure you are talking to the right person. Be patient. Cause they're obviously in, in some cases dealing with a lot of clients. And so they're they They can't necessarily be ready for one-on-one. -on -one. Um, what else did I wrote down? Yeah. So yeah, the jargon was very good relief versus abatement versus uh, versus reduction. I think that was a very good, 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 good uh, thing to bring up. Um, they certainly don't want their space to be vacant, right? So if you, they're not itching to push people out because no one's going to be stepping in. That obviously is true. And uh, yeah, things are going to get worse before they get better. The franchise point was a good point in that, or, or for anybody's negotiation, you, you, the, they don't want to be the only person taking the hit, right? The landlord. So is your bank doing something? Are your other purveyors doing something? You know, so know your numbers, know the other pieces of the puzzle. They're not going to be the only one that wants to sacrifice. So those are some, some of the things that I took away in a very, very, um, uh, you know, you give a very succinct um, kind of summary there. Any, any other last parting thoughts? 
Well, I, I want to I want to come back to that point about being patient. Patience is a virtue, but you always have to have your eye on the calendar and when your rent is due. See, some of these tenants, Jamie, have given postdated checks. Some of them send in their monthly rent check. Some of them have automatic debit coming out of their bank account. You can't wait until the last minute. So if your landlord is saying, yes, we'll get to you. Thanks for calling. We've got a plan in place, but they're not getting back to you as, as the as the month ticks off you've got to be in a position where you go to them before the end of the month and say now just so you understand there there will be no rent money this month i'm i'm not going to be able to pay the rent this month you have to lay it on the line you don't want to pay pay you know april's rent and may's rent and then say well i've been patient for two months why haven't you helped me they're they're kind of expecting some restaurant tenants will do that some restaurant tenants jamie still have a lot of money and they're able to pay the rent even if they're not open. That doesn't apply to everybody. So be patient, but within reason. You, you should not be paying your full rent, if any rent, beyond this time. But it has to be discussed with the landlord. What we've done is we've created a, 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 a rent assistance project package. So for $1,500, a restaurant tenant can have us either coach them through the process of dealing with their landlord, or we will take it on for the same fee for the $1,500 and we will contact the landlord and say, well, what is your plan? And here's our reality. And, and this is what we're going to need and walk them through it. Because every one of these restaurant tenants are hoping at some point in the future, Jamie, that they're going to be able to sell their restaurant, retire, cash out. And that's disrupting this plan right? This, this, the ability to sell your restaurant in the future is really a lot of restaurant owners 401k. They're not making a lot of money running their restaurant, right. but when they sell it, that's how they're going to retire. So you don't want to be in a position where you close your restaurant. You've got to weather the storm, come out the other end with a plan, and then keep going. Um, and, and if you happen to have a lease renewal coming up, then, you know, we should be working on that at the same time. But, um, you know, just, just visit theleasecoach.com, reach out to me by email. And any Jamie, any tenant that gives me a phone call, I can also send them a complimentary copy of my Four Dummies book. Uh, this is available at Barnes & Noble and online. But we send them out. We give them away at the New York Restaurant Show, the California Restaurant Show, the Florida Restaurant Show, where I'm speaking for 10 years in a row. So, uh, you know, reach out to Dale Willerton at theleasecoach.com, and uh, I'm happy to give you a free consult. Yeah, uh, folks, yeah, get a hold of Dale and his team here for this because um, doing it kind of ad hoc, unless you're uh, an expert. One of the lines I love from my previous interviews with, with Dale, you know, when we talk about setting up a lease, was something, something along the lines of, you know, hey, uh, you, for, as, as, as an operator, you do this one time or maybe two times if you're a multiple mm -hmm. operator, but Dale does it every single day. You know, he yeah. does, sets up leases all the time and this is what he does. Um, uh, very good point about the exit plan. I, I chatted with someone the other day and what this has done is changed every single piece of their five-year plan. Their plan was Correct. to do this, which led into this, which led into this. And now this, this will change people's progression. You may have wanted to sell a year from now, man, that is, that's probably not going to happen now. Um, right. you're not, you're not going to, you're not going to have the revenue position and the cash flow and the strength and someone else is going to be nervous to buy. So you're going to have to rebuild it. So that, that is a, a very good point. You don't want to hit the panic button so hard here that you lose brand credibility and, and, in your marketplace, people saying, mm -hmm. Hey, they're the people that fired everybody on day one without even giving people a chance. And well, you know, so people will never come back to you. So it is a very tricky, 
um, situation. And so, so Dale's at theleasecoach.com. I appreciate it. Dale, all, all, as always, gives, gives great advice. Please reach out to him. We'll put some, um, the link to theleasecoach.com in the show notes and on the webpage where you are seeing this. Uh, thanks, Dale. I appreciate it. Uh, be safe where you are. We'll get another update from you maybe in, in April. Again, this is towards in late March. Um, things can change next week. They could change later today with an announcement. So stay tuned uh, to us here for that. Dale, again, I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, Jamie. Bye, folks. We'll see you next time.